Conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. And I say welcome to the show. Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, Kate on the Talk of Las Vegas, hour number two, Friday edition of the show, glad to be with you, 702-257-5396 is how you wait to the program, too many calls on hold to stand by, let's get right back to business and go over to Patrick, you're next, welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, Steve, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Say, um... Just a reflection of the union busters back in the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Some of the tactics that these Democrats are using are the divide-and-conquer tactics that were used in the 80s and 90s to break up unions. And I don't ever hear anybody talk about it. I don't hear Hannity talk about it. I don't hear Tucker talk about it. I don't hear Ingham talk about it. I don't hear anybody talk about divide-and-conquer tactics that they're using right now with BLM and yeah. Antifa, etc., now you're 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 right. You're right. And in these union tactics you're talking about are very much Alinsky style tactics. Yep. Uh that Saul Alinsky used. And and you're right. And it's isn't it funny how history just repeats itself where we go through a period of time and then all of a sudden the old tactics, you know, from the old playbook of yesteryear come back in a different form because Patrick I watched that DNC convention every night for the last four nights. I'd do it on demand after my show. It would be on repeat, and I'd watch the whole thing. And I watched all they did was racism, racism, racism. They made it seem, Patrick, like we're dealing in 1964, civil rights era. Yeah, it's a return to the 60s, and it's it's, you never – you didn't hear them once talk about um, praising the cops praising the military, uh, support of the cops of the military, support. It, it, it was all divide and conquer. It had nothing to do with, with uh, um, you know, trying to join everybody and to sing together off the same song sheet. It's just the opposite. Now, you know, yeah, excellent point. You know, when I was on Newsmax TV uh, today, you're, you're standing by and you're waiting for the other guests, and, and Joe Lieberman was on before us. And Joe Lieberman, if you recall, Patrick, you know, ran as VP yep. with Gore. And he said something very interesting. And I always liked Joe Lieberman. I didn't agree with all his policies, but I thought he was a decent Democrat. Um, and, you know, Joe Lieberman said something that was very interesting. He said, look, the days of the centrist, working people-style Democrats died with Gore Lieberman. Oh, God, uh, gone. Yeah, there's, and, there's and no, he's right. He's absolutely correct. There's absolutely no support for the working man. It used to be the Democratic Farmer Labor, Labor Party and represented labor, but it's just the opposite. Now Now the Republicans are, are uh, supporting labor. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 so different and shocking to me. But he hit, you know, I just never had thought about it the way he said it. And, you know, when you go back and you rewind, you're like, wow, yeah. You know, when Clinton left office and and, and, and that was that, the Democratic Party developed into this leftist, radical Marxist yep. movement. Well, there's a new new abbreviation for a DFL, but I can't say it on the radio. So, 
Uh, right. Great call, man. Great call. I appreciate you making it. Have a good weekend. Uh, 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Let's go ahead and jump over to Khalid. Khalid, are you with me? I tried to get you on the first hour, and you left me standing. I felt like a blind date that went wrong. I apologize, Steve. I'm so sorry. How are you doing? This I'm evening? good. I'm hanging in there, my friend. Absolutely. So am I. So, Steve, let me get this straight, because since you watched the DNC, so Joe Biden is calling America dark and gloomy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just we. Well, you want to know why it's dark and gloomy? Because of assholes like him. Excuse my language. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not going to say I, I. I understand and I agree with you completely. I mean, the guy got through 24 minutes of speech. I'm surprised he did, Khalid. But the, it was boring. It was no energy. Uh, today on News Masks, Khalid, I was asked by Sean Spicer, "What grade do I give the speech?" He asked all of us on the panel. I said I give it a C, and the reason I said C is because the speech was actually good. If it was someone other than the liar of joe biden giving it because i could see that speech being used if literally we were running against a barack obama well Steve, he's not going to be elected president so he can dream about it all he wants that's not going to happen i doubt i doubt i would be so surprised if Joe Biden pulled it off, I, I mean, I would be so surprised. I just do not think, Khalid, Biden-Harris have what it takes. I think America knows better at this point. Absolutely. Steve, did you see that video of that former NYPD sergeant getting beaten in New York yeah, City? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I talked about it yesterday, and crickets. The DNC was crickets. Black Lives Matter doesn't talk about it. Nobody talks about it because, you know what, no one cares about cops in that leftist movement. What the hell is going on in New York City? I mean, what are the good people of New York doing? I, I mean, what are you doing? Well, there's a max, there's a mass exodus. I mean, you know how many apartments are available now in New York City? There's a mass exodus. People are getting the hell out of there because it's, 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 it's an s-hole now based, uh, on, uh, Comrade de Blasio's lack of leadership. But Steve, we can't be running tail and running away. Oh, well, whatever. I mean, we have to do something. You can't just, I'm sorry. I mean, if you run, if you run away, I mean, you're kind of part of the problem. You're right. You know, I agree with you. Sometimes you have to, you know, uh, be planted and, you know, press in and stay and fight for what is yours. Uh, I agree. And I think that's why there's a lot of good people in California that say, you know, I'm not leaving. This is my state. And my God, I'm not going to let these radicals run it into the ground. Oh, absolutely, Steve. I'm not leaving. I, you know how many times I've been told to move out? I'm not going anywhere. I want to yeah. fix. This is home. At least, I'm with I, you, man. at least there's a chance to fix home. I mean, if there's no chance or hope, okay, fine then. But until that day comes, it's home. I, 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 I see, Steve, that there is a chance to fix California. This I agree. Time around. I agree. I, I do. I agree. Khalid, I appreciate the call, man. Uh, keep up the good work. But I agree. Uh, many moons ago. And it wasn't really that long, but many moons ago, uh, California absolutely was red. And you can count on it being red. And, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are fed up. So we'll see, uh, you know, what happens. And hopefully California will go red uh, this November. All right, let's get right back to our busy calls. Harry, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Was that Harry? Yes, sir. Hey, man. Khalid's a good dude. He, Khalid's Anyhow. a great guy. He's a patriot out there and trying to stand strong in a, a land of a lot of loonies. I just seen you on Spicer, and the answer was B. I shot the sheriff. Um, you I know what, man? Car. I'm going to tell you this, Harry. I'm glad car, you said By the way, huh? Harry, let me tell you this, man. I almost went with that song, and I said, 
No, man, because I remember that that song Heaven uh, was on a soundtrack of a movie uh, with Jason Patrick. So I'm like, no, I think that was number. I literally almost went up to that, and I didn't. And if I would have, well, it would have turned out differently. <laughs> but all I wanted to say was uh, we, we don't want to shoot our sheriff. We love our PD, and we're first responders, and I want to thank them all very much. Absolutely. Amen Put to that, out. man. Amen to that, Harry, and I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for the call. Absolutely, I tip my hat off to our first responders, our EMTs, our frontline workers, our cops. I am absolutely 100% in support. Always, 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 you'll never get anything different from me, period. All right, let's go ahead and take at least another call before we bounce out of here. I'm trying to see who's been on hold the longest. Let's go to Bud. Bud, you're next. Welcome to the program. All right, it looks like Bud has left the building. Let's get over to John. John, welcome to the show. All right, some of these calls have been on hold for a little bit. Producer Nate, should I just wait until we come back to the other side? Take another call? Okay, let's go one more time. Let's go to Kevin. Kevin, welcome to the program. Hey, Mr. Sanchez. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. Thank you. All right, good to hear. Hey, uh, I just had a thought, you know, on the, um, the overcounting of the deaths. I think what happened is when Trump said, okay, no more sending it to CDC, they're sending it to human resources. I actually think that uh, they lost an investigation, and we just mm-hmm. don't know about it. Because all of a sudden, you know, we had a lot of people come out and say they were overcounted. And uh, I also wanted to bring up, oh, boy, I think I forgot what I was going to bring up. Oh, well, I think I forgot, Steve. But I just wanted to say that I think uh, maybe that was an investigation going on. I think we're going to see a lot more miscounts come out. Yeah, you know, and that's, you know, and I'm glad you brought that back up, Kevin, because that's quite concerning to be so significantly overcounting. I mean, remember the hysteria, and there's still hysteria because that's why people are flipping out today, Kevin. You know, if, if well, someone sees you without a mask, they flip out because the D, you know, the uh, mainstream media scared the crap out of everybody. So people, there, there's something that was already with a screw loose in someone's head, and it's just made them go nuts. And and so, if we in fact prove that this is going on or went on in many counties, the death count is significantly less. I'm not saying it is, but it could be, especially with Maricopa County admitting that, yeah, there's some overcounting going on, and here's why it's going on. We got to have some truth out there. Yeah, exactly. And I remember what I was going to say. Uh, all those people out there, that Fatifa, however you say it, I think they're a bunch of cowards because I didn't see none of them down at Sturgis. Oh, they tried. They tried, but you know, they they ran into a real problem because <laughs> I'll tell they you ran this: into real men. They ran no, into you better real believe men. it. And these real and these guys men. don't play around. The, the, no, the guys at Sturgis don't. I have friends that went to Sturgis that yeah, are in I Vegas. Family, I have family that goes every year. Ninety nine percent of them were in the military. A lot of people yeah. don't realize that. You're not going to pull that crap there. And if you try to pull that crap there, you're going to learn very quickly that was the biggest mistake you'll ever make in your life. And I read something, Kevin, that uh, Antifa, a small group, uh, went and and tried to make some problems, and it was quickly shut down, and they never returned. And you know, so <laughs> yeah, hopefully they never returned. <laughs> Period, but you know, uh, also there wasn't much media there either. No, no, of course not. You I didn't know, see you CNN there. No, no, are you kidding? <laughs> ne- ne- never, never going to happen. Never going to happen. Thanks, Steve. Have a good Kevin, night. I appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend. Seven zero two two five seven five three nine six is how you weigh into the program. Lots more to talk about. Calls on hold. Stay put. We're going to come to you on the other side. But we still got things to talk about, like the DNC. And, of course, Joe Biden accepted the nomination officially last night, gave his speech. And it was 
a decent speech. I can't say it wasn't. I'm not going to say I can't sit here and lie because people expect me to be a certain way or have a certain ideology. Uh, I was on Spicer and Company, uh, like I said earlier, and Sean Spicer asked all of us on the panel, and I was honest. And and so you know, some people say I give him an F. I give Joe Biden an F personally, but the speechwriter did a decent job. It should have just been someone else giving that speech because coming out of Joe Biden's mouth and all the lies and all the fraudulent behavior and the selling us out to China that Joe Biden has had for his 50-year career, it just didn't resonate. But we'll break that down on the other side. Phone lines are open, 702-257-5396. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Groundbreaking talk for a nation on the brink. You're experiencing Steve Sanchez. Welcome back to the program. Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on a Friday edition of the show. Oh, these characters in here. What do you do when you're surrounded by a bunch of millennials? 702-257-5396. They're funny, I tell you. They're funny. And uh, just be funny. A couple minutes before I'm coming back to break, so that people are wondering, what's this guy laughing about? All right, phone lines are open. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. Calls on hold. Stay put. I'm going to be jumping to you in just a moment. But I wanted to, to merge over and talk a little bit about the DNC and the critters that were running around there like Tom Perez. Uh, Tom Perez is a critter. He is something else, this guy. This guy... I mean, he lines up with the Black Lives Matter, you know, straight Marxist ridiculousness. I mean, he does. He, he came out and said, you know, we've got to give Trump nightmarish nights. We need to make sure he doesn't sleep. What do you mean by that, Tom Perez? Are you saying that you want more unrest in the streets so that the president has to continue to keep his finger on the pulse? I mean, wh- what are you looking for, Tom? I mean, Tom, kind of a nasty guy. You say some nasty things, and people that really know you know you're a nasty dude. And, I mean, I I just don't understand. Are you talking about, you know, some of the uh, Antifa types uh, out there saying that we're going to burn your buildings down? Are you talking about how they're now going into the residence in Seattle and in Portland saying, wake the F up, we're going to burn your homes down, you know, pounding on drums, uh, sounding sirens, chanting, uh, uh, shining flashlights. They're doing this in Washington, D.C. as well, marching through neighborhoods at night doing this with loudspeakers and all the rest. Is this what you're talking about, Tom Perez? Tom Perez, are you a member of Antifa? Is this what you're talking about? I mean, my God, I tried. For four days, I tried. I'll tell you, I stomached through it for you, friends. For four days, I tried. I tried to find some semblance of vision, hope, opportunity. Because I said, okay, Steve Sanchez, I'm looking at myself in the mirror as I'm getting dressed. If Joe Biden won, can I at least find something that I can connect with to have some hope that he will do a good job? And I can't find anything. I mean, seriously, I mean, I I just can't find anything. Now, I know you may be thinking, well, Steve, you're saying that because you just don't like Joe. No, seriously, I can't. Can you? Is there a Democrat in this audience? A liberal? A lefty? A centrist? An independent? 
that can help me understand the attraction of a Joe Biden. Now, some were flabbergasted. I was too. That he got through 24 minutes of speech. He did 24 minutes. That's a long time for Joe Biden. 24 minutes. He read a teleprompter. Excellent. So I gave him a grade of C when I was on Spicer and Company today. Gave him a grade of C because the speech was really a good speech if someone else was giving it and if that someone else was giving it and speaking to a candidate that, well, was an incumbent like maybe Obama. That speech certainly was not a speech to throw at the Trump administration. I mean, the best economic standing of our history Strong borders, making America great again, honoring our troops, our vets. How are these things bad? How are these things dark, Joe Biden? And what's this thing that he always says? And God bless the troops. Do you, you hear that as he finishes every pretty much speech? He says, you know, God bless you and God bless the troops. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I want the troops blessed. Absolutely. But I don't think that Joe Biden had the energy to make me feel like Chris Matthews did back when Obama won a tingle up my leg. There was no tingle up my leg. Was there a tingle up your leg? There was certainly not a tingle up my leg. But Joe Biden, to get through, I got to give him credit. He got through the 24 minutes. Were you surprised? Were you surprised? Did you see it? You should see it. I mean, look, I think you have a responsibility. If you're going to not vote for someone, you're going to throw them under the bus. I think you have a responsibility to actually see exactly so you're informed. But he spoke a lot of lies. I mean, Joe Biden was full of lies. That's why I'm saying that speech, if it was being read by, let's say, a conservative or a Republican going after an incumbent that really was like maybe a Barack Obama or even a Joe Biden, if they were the incumbent, I could see that speech working, where America was very dark and gloomy. Because let's be intellectually honest, after eight years of Barack Obama, we were pretty dark and gloomy. That's why Hillary Clinton didn't win. That's why America didn't give Obama a third term by electing Hillary. In fact, America said, no, we don't want a third term of Obama. We want the outsider. We want that blue-collar billionaire with the bad comb-over. And that's why he won. And guess what, friends? I'm telling you, this is why he'll win again in November. 702-257-5396. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. the program steve sanchez hanging out with you on a friday edition of the show 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program blitz you've heard me talk about this book by david horowitz rudy giuliani read it now he's endorsed the book of course donald trump has endorsed the book i'm endorsing the book it's a great book and if you haven't read it you need to the election's 80 days away now who's david horowitz he's a former leftist 
who has spent his life exposing the radicals. Now, in Blitz, he reveals a secret meeting where over 100 billionaires pledged to stop Donald Trump. Yes, they're already planning, and that's why I'm saying there's always this October surprise. But if you read Blitz, I think you'll understand Trump's secret plan to win the election. It's already a New York Times, Amazon, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestseller. Blitz is at bookstores everywhere. But you can get a free offer, save 28 bucks just by going online to blitz411.com or simply calling 1-800-NEWSMAX. That's 1-800-NEWSMAX. Now, David Horowitz is pretty much on Newsmax TV a lot, and he's always speaking the truth and exposing these leftist radicals. He's on pretty much with, well, Michelle Malkin, Mike Huckabee, Dershowitz, and many, many more. You can find Newsmax TV on all major cable systems. You can do what I do. I downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on my smartphone, and I can pretty much watch it anytime, anywhere. Newsmax TV, blitz411.com to get that free offer and the book Blitz by David Horowitz. Now, as we've been discussing, we've been discussing, well, the DNC, Hunter Biden spoke and I was asked this again on the panel today on Sean Spicer's show. You know, Steve, do you think that it was a good idea for, for Hunter Biden to, to speak? And I told him, well, look, they had no choice. I mean, it is the president's son. So he's going to have to have a role in some capacity, like it or not. So, you know, I, I can't see that the DNC was excited about it because, look, the Republicans are going to have their convention next week. And believe me, they're going to make hay over Hunter Biden, as they should. Because there's been no more investigation over his connections with, you know, certain boards and, 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 you know, Biden's privilege for Hunter Biden getting paid all the money, uh, sitting on boards, you know, the whole story. But this is the way the left operates. They can continue to keep doing things that others would go to jail for almost immediately. But it's funny that I'm hearing from many of the pundits out there that Hunter Biden stole the show at the DNC. I didn't see that. I'm not biased that way. I'm willing to honestly give assessments. But friends, did you see Hunter Biden? Do you really think he stole the show? I don't think he stole the show at the DC, at DNC at all. Not at all. But that's one man's interpretation, and that's mine. But now let's talk a little bit about Joe Biden. Joe Biden had this 24-minute speech, as we talked about before we went to break. And some people are saying this was the best speech that Joe Biden has ever given in his lifetime. And, you know, it was a C. And it was a good speech. It's just not believable when it comes from Joe Biden. And did you catch anything anywhere that spoke about what is the new vision for America it was pretty much Trump doesn't know how to handle the pandemic. There's systemic racism. Uh, we need more green jobs. You know, the same type of hay that Barack Obama peddled to us back in 2008. But Barack Obama was believable, at least. Joe Biden isn't. And, and I guess if you're out there as a Democrat or even someone that's an independent or hasn't made a choice yet. I'm not sure if I should vote for Trump. I'm not sure if I should, you know, vote for Joe Biden. Really, I think a good way to assess this and really answer the question for yourself is Joe Biden spent 50 years there in Congress as a senator, as a vice president for eight years. Donald Trump has been there less than four years. So how can we blame the ills of America on a man 
that has no political experience. He's never been in the political realm. He came in less than four years ago and did more in four years than Barack Obama did in eight. My God, President Trump did more in his first hundred days than Barack Obama did in the first two years of his administration. If we're going to be intellectually honest, we've got to be. So if we're going to look at Biden versus Trump, how can we give the presidency to a 78-year-old man who clearly has dementia issues, no matter if he got through a 24-minute speech or not. A 24-minute speech is not the same debating someone. It's not the same taking hard questions from Chris Wallace at Fox News Sunday. It's not the same sitting down with Putin. It's not the same uh, sitting down with Kim Jong-un or other serious things that have to be taken into consideration, not only as the CEO of the country, but as the commander-in-chief of the military. Biden, I don't believe, has the ability or the capability to be able to do that. And he's been there for 50 years. So if he had all the answers to all the ills of America, why didn't he tell Barack Obama? Barack Obama and everybody on that DNC platform said that Joe Biden is the greatest vice president ever to walk this planet. So if that's the case, Barack, and you counted so much on the council of Joe Biden during your eight-year tenure as president, then why didn't Joe Biden give you the answers to our biggest problems where you could have fixed them, Barack Obama? Why? So isn't this common sense, friends? It doesn't have to get complicated. So if you're in a position where you're like, I'm just not sure if I want to vote for Trump and I just don't know, what's not to know? I just gave you a truth. You cannot deny that Joe Biden has been there 50 years. You cannot deny some of his policies have been racist at best. You can't deny that his mouth gets away from him, and he has said some tremendous offensive things in his career, but yet you label Donald Trump the racist? How does this make sense? And then when you have Linda Sossauer, who is a anti-Semite terrorist herself, Basically saying, yes, the Democratic Party is ours. The Biden camp had no choice but to come out and say, hey, we're not affiliated. We don't want nothing to do with this person because she's radical. But yet the truth is they didn't know Linda Sarsal was going to be on that DNC video. You're going to tell me that the DNC didn't know that? Of course they knew. They didn't get past anybody. The DNC, the Democrats are a leftist Marxist party today in 2020. That's who they are. They're not the party, like Joe Lieberman said earlier on Newsmax today, they're not the party of Clinton Gore. And I wasn't a fan of Clinton Gore. But those Democrats at least knew how to cross over the aisle and work with Republicans. Those days are gone. You elect a Biden-Harris, you are going to have a Marxist movement like you've never, and I mean ever, seen in your life. The country will not be safe because, believe me, they will come after your guns. Believe me, they will censor you on your political and biblical beliefs. You will not recognize what America is and who America is. This is the damage. This is the damage 
that a Biden-Harris ticket can give. Worse yet, because you know Biden won't last in office. And Harris will eventually be the president. That's why she's chomping at the bit. That's why you see drool coming out of her mouth. Because she knows that she's one heartbeat away from being the 47th president of the United States. If, in fact, Biden wins. I'm opening up the phone line. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Friends, what's your assessment? This is our open mic segment, Fun Friday. We do it every Friday. The last two segments of the show are for you to weigh in on anything we've spoken about tonight or maybe something we just didn't cover and you want to put it out there. Now's the time to do just that. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. So again, my question is, did you see all of the four days of the DNC? What did you take out of it? Let's be serious about this. Was there anything that gave you even a little bit of hope to say, well, my gosh, if the people in America speak and Biden becomes the next president, at least I say I can take this from it and I feel I'll at least get through it. Was there anything like that that you gathered from the last four days? Let's go ahead and go right back to our busy calls. L, you're next. Welcome hey, to the program. Very good. Thank you. You led right into exactly what I called about. The problem is this. I didn't take anything, and it just affirmed what's going on with Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump, but right now, he's like a bull in a bull ring, and the Democrats are the matadors, and they're just putting that red cape in front of Donald Trump and pulling him out of his game, out of his mojo, or like the Mexican people say, out of his onda. You Mm -hmm. know, he's... The politi- what the country is about is foreign policy, the economy, and managing the pandemic. And Donald Trump is doing really well in that, and he should stick to that. That's his mojo. That's his game. And the Democrats, they come out with any little thing, and Donald Trump is following it. Now Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris ain't nothing. Okay? We already know where she's going to lead the country. Donald Trump's got to step back and say, look, man, I'm sticking to my priorities. I'm not going to let America get pulled off on the path. If you want to have strong foreign policy, you don't want to have bombs coming in from Korea. You want to get the economy. The economy's coming back. um, uh, Unemployment's coming down. The only thing that we got to do is get the airline industries going again so we can get oil up. But just about everything's coming back. Heck, we're even coming back here in Nevada. We're down to 15% unemployment from 35. Yeah, no, you're right. And the pandemic is getting managed. No, you're right, Al. A great call, and and I, I, I echo those comments that you make. He has to stick. You're right. He has to stick with what got him there in the first place. America wants to just be told a simple truth, and they want to hear it from someone that sounds just like them. You know, they want to hear the president say things that they talk about at the kitchen table in a different way than these statesmen that try to make it look all polished and efficient and effective. You know, these scripts, these canned speeches. I agree, Al. Trump has got to get back to what made him Trump and what made him win the election the first time. I believe that's coming. I really do. Because Donald Trump is about gut instinct, and his gut always prevails. I got a feeling what you said, Al, is around the corner for the Trump administration. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Time for talking's over now I guess it's time to let you go But I don't No, I don't 
don't mind at all. It's getting so FWS Lending. I am getting quite a bit of response. Uh, well, you know, a handful of emails did come in regarding this old school banker that uh, Las Vegas has heard me speak about. I'm talking about Ed over at Las Vegas, or excuse me, FWS Lending. Now, yes, he is an old school banker serving Las Vegas for 32 plus years. He's a guy that knows your name, works for you, or works with you personally. And, and you're thinking, well, what do you mean old school banker? Yeah, he can get you cash, thousand, two thousand, up to five thousand cash in 72 hours. You know, it's like back in the day when you go into the bank and they knew your name, and they took care of you, you needed a short term loan and they took care of you. That is who FWS lending is. That's who Ed is. Again, 32 years serving the Las Vegas community. Now here's the great thing. When you go work with these national lenders, these big banks, credit is always an issue. And now that we're kind of getting into this post-COVID-19 world, we know some people's credit scores got hit a little bit. It's okay. Because credit is not a qualifying factor to get some money from Ed. So that means if you have bad credit, no credit, not a problem. All you need is a good full-time paying job, and you can get up to $5,000 in cash in 72 hours. He's standing by to take your calls now up until 9 p.m. Pacific time to see how much money he can put in your hands. Look, I understand you're back to work. You're needing some extra dough just to push it forward. This is the guy to call, Ed at FWS Lending, 702 613-2153. That's 702-613-2153. Give him a call. Tell him you heard it right here with Steve Sanchez, and he will treat you with the respect you deserve. Ed FWS Landing, he is the sponsor of this half hour. All right, we got some calls on hold. Let's get right back to business. Joe, you're next. Welcome to the program. How you doing, Steve? I am very good. How are you? I'm fine. You know, I've listened to all this that goes on in these politicians, okay? Wouldn't you like to really be able to open their mind up and hear what the real truth is or their thinking? Oh, I'd love to be a fly on, I'd love to be a fly on the wall with what they really are thinking and what they do to people. I think, I think the sad part about it is, and here's the deal, and this is what the rest of the world needs to know. Okay, there's only one person that you can bank on, and that's the good Lord himself. He's truthful, he's righteous, and he's just. Okay? And in his world, evil doesn't exist because it can't exist in that, in that, uh, in that form. Right. All right? Now, all these people that are out there and these people that are running, and they say, well, we got to listen to our leaders. No, they're mortals. They're humans. Okay? I don't know that they have somebody else's best interest at heart or their own best interest at heart. Yeah. But you're fooling yourself. The whole world is fooling yourself when they sit there and they talk to them because you don't know if they're telling the truth or not. Well, you know, Joe, and I'll tell you this. No, and you're right. And, And I appreciate the call. I'm getting close to break, but you're right. This is why you have to take a leap of faith and just continue to allow God to to uh, lead you down the right path. And uh, but you're right, you know. And I think what you're trying to say, Joe, in a nutshell, is you know, being a fly on a wall, and in in terms of really what they are, who they are, what they do, what they think, and how they hurt people. I wish we could all see a, a vision of that. I absolutely agree. Okay, let's take another call before we got to bounce to break. Bruce, you got about one minute before we're out, and I want to make sure you close us up nice and tight. Hello. I think Bruce left the building. 
Um, sad. He was on uh, hold for uh, a while, and I wanted to make sure that he um, had his say, but that's okay. I know there's other calls on hold. I, I just can't get to you. We're going to be running out of time here, but uh, please call back on Monday, and we'll go ahead and take care of you. And, Bruce, uh, I appreciate you waiting as long as you did. I did try to take you in the beginning, but I don't know what happened, so. I want to always make sure I take care of uh, good friends of the show, for sure. All right, look, the weekend is here, friends. So that means we've got a lot of thinking to do. What is that? Well, because the RNC convention starts on Monday. So you're going to get to hear the other half of America. And I got a feeling, with Trump being the showman that he is, it's going to be a really good one. But I also believe on policy and just straight patriotism. You're going to see a complete difference with the RNC versus the DNC this week. But nevertheless, have a great weekend. This is Steve Sanchez. My good friend Ken Thompson is up next with Sports X Radio. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday. God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the Steve Sanchez Show.com.